Mary. Join me as we look at Disney destinations and what you need to know so you can be a jolly traveler. Well, hello and welcome. It's a bright, sunshiny day here today, and I am excited that we are inching ever closer to warm weather and more sunshine. It does my body and soul good, so I commend all you people that can live in regions of the country where it stays winter for an extended period of time. I am not that person, but I have mad respect for you to be able to handle those situations. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of things that are changing and opening up at Disney. We're going to talk about some planning tips and a few other things. So let's dive right into our discussion. Talking about spring, just a couple of days ago, Epcot opened its annual Flower and Garden Festival. And if you've never been, it is really something to see. I think Epcot is usually a very pretty park anyway. More so right now at the back part of Epcot because the front part of Epcot is undergoing a lot of changes. So it's kind of in that transition period right now. But the back part, I think, has always been so pretty. But during Flower and Garden, they really go all out. And they have the most beautiful flower displays and topiaries of different Disney characters. And besides just those beautiful displays of people with green thumbs, which I do not have, but I still appreciate, they have special food that is offered at little booths that are typically used for food and wine in the fall. But at Flower and Garden, they use those as well to showcase some new treats. And it's always a good time to try some of those and see what you think. On my next visit, I've been watching things that have been offered and kind of different reviews of different things. And I'm going to tell you the thing I'm most excited to try. And it's going to sound super strange because they have all kinds of things that you can choose from. And not that I'm not excited to try those things, but the thing that I'm most excited to try is a Fruit Loop milkshake. What do you think about that? Fruit Loop milkshake. I will be having that on my list. I know exactly where to find it at. It's outside of Test Track at one of the buildings outside of Test Track, and I will be shuffling my little self over to try the Fruit Loop milkshake. So Flower and Garden underway came at a great time because it is spring break time, and Disney is very busy right now. When I say very busy, not like before COVID busy, but they are at capacity at all the parks for most of the days for spring break. People are ready to get out and to travel someplace, but they want to go someplace where they feel like a lot of precautions are being taken for everyone's safety. And Disney, Universal, places like that are very popular right now. So I want to transition and talk about planning a trip. Now we've gone through a little bit of a spell where it was very easy to plan plan a spur of the moment trip and be able to get great availability for lots of things. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, those times are over and I don't see them going back to the way they were because people are so ready to travel. We're getting ready to come upon summer and then we're going right into the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom. So I just think that that time of being able just to pick up on a whim and get everything that you wanted is over. Now I'm not saying you can't plan a trip 
and still have, you know, a really good time. But I'm saying if you have very specific ideas about what you're wanting to do or where you're wanting to eat or what park you're wanting to go to on what day, you need to plan a little early. It doesn't have to be a year in advance, although it can be. But optimally, you want to try to have your trip booked before, I would say probably three months before you're looking to travel. Because once it gets to 60 days before you travel, that's when we're able to do your dining reservations. And we can go ahead once we make your reservation and decide on park reservations and get those booked because you have to have a park pass reservation along with your ticket to be able to go into the park you're wanting to go to. So if you wait past that 60 day mark and dining has already been booked, the problem is that a lot of the most popular restaurants, reservations are going to be gone. The restaurants are working at a much lower capacity right now to try to keep everyone socially distanced. So the availability is not like it was before. Even though the capacity is still lower, it is hard to get reservations at a lot of these places. And I have some people that want very specific times. And if you plan a trip inside of that 60-day window, you know, we can still look for things, but it more than likely is not going to be your preferred time just because the availability is so low. And I always tell people, if you're kind of on the fence, you think you want to go, you're pretty sure you want to go, go ahead and let's put down that $200 refundable deposit. And then if you see that it's not going to work out for whatever reason, We can always cancel, you get your deposit back, but if you wait to do it, then you're going to be limited into what you're going to be able to do. Some people want specific resorts, some people want specific room types. So the earlier that you can get something booked, the better off it is, especially in the time that we're in right now where everything is so limited. I've seen and had people contact me this week that have said, oh, we were just going to take a spur of the moment trip to Disney World and we can't even get into a park even if we had tickets. That's right. All the park reservations are gone. So it takes a little bit of pre-planning and like I said, I don't see that that's going to go anywhere for a bit of time. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about when you'd like to travel. The sooner the better, but at least three months before you travel, you want to have something in place so that we have a good game plan when it's time to do dining. Now, if you're the kind of person who says, I don't want to do any sit-down meals, I want to do everything quick service, well, then you have a little more flexibility. The issue is going to be you want to get your park passes before they sell out. So that's the next thing. There's just a lot of things to keep in mind, and uh, we're here to help you with any questions or concerns or to work with you on trying to find out what's going to be the best option for you and your family. As well as Disney World, exciting news down there as well. Disney World has two water parks, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. They have been closed since the whole complex closed down. And this past week, Blizzard Beach has just reopened. Typhoon Lagoon has not reopened yet. We have not heard when they are expecting that to reopen, but surely toward the the hotter summer months, they're going to open that back up. But we just have not heard anything specific yet. But Blizzard Beach, from what I have seen since the reopening, has been a big hit. They're taking lots of steps to make sure everything is sanitized. One thing that I thought was pretty smart is, you know, they have the rafts for the Lazy River, and 
once you get finished with your raft, you're given instructions to return your raft to a certain area and you're supposed to turn it upside down in this area. And the area is full of chlorine and different things to clean and sanitize. And once it goes through that, then it's flipped back over and that's how you know that that raft has been sanitized. So I really feel like Disney puts a lot of thought into how they're going to reopen things and how it's going to look and what's going to be the safest for their visitors. They want to keep everyone safe and they want to, most importantly, stay open. They don't want to have to close back down again. So Blizzard Beach has reopened. That's something you can do a couple of different ways if you're wanting to visit Blizzard Beach or when Typhoon Lagoon opens that you can do that as well. If you're wanting to visit multiple times during your stay, the most economical way to do that is to add that onto your park ticket to where you have uh, multiple entries into the water parks. If you tell me I just want to go one day to Blizzard Beach, you're going to save money by just getting a one day ticket and going and doing it that way. So just keep that in mind that that is now reopened and available and we'll just keep watching for when Typhoon Lagoon is going to reopen. Also something that is very exciting, apparently California is lifting some of its restrictions and they are allowing theme parks to reopen as soon as April 1st. I've heard some really exciting people saying, oh, Disneyland's going to reopen April 1st. As luck would have it, Disney has just announced while I was recording this podcast that they are scheduling to open Disneyland by the end of April. At this time, no exact date has been given, but that's the projection. You have to think it takes a little bit of time because these people have been furloughed. The workers have been furloughed for over a year. So they're going to have to call back all of their people, get everybody fully staffed. They're going to have to work with the food vendors to get everything back running and ready to go. So that's going to take a little bit of time. Another thing that we understand from the the governor in California is that temporarily the only people that are going to be allowed to visit the theme parks are people that are from California. I don't know how long that's going to go on or what that's going to look like but just initially that seems like that's the news out of California. Traveling back to Florida something else that has come out this week that's brand new is from the Polynesian Resort. I know I have told you it's one of my most favorite resorts but it has been undergoing a transformation the last couple of months. They have been redoing the rooms in a Moana theme and they've been doing some work to the monorail station which that is still ongoing but we have gotten our first glimpses of the Moana themed rooms and personally I love them. I think they are beautiful. I have posted on my Facebook page some of those pictures so if you haven't seen them check there and and go look at those. I think it's so funny they have a picture of Hey Hey behind the coffee pot. I think that's pretty funny but I think it's absolutely beautiful and I would totally stay in one of those rooms. So if you haven't had a chance to check those rooms out, give those a look. I have a feeling just with the popularity of the Polynesian in general, but then the popularity of Moana, those rooms are going to book up pretty quick. So if you have an interest in that, do not hesitate to book those. Again, $200 deposit, hold your spot, 
if it doesn't work out for some reason, you get the money back. That's going to be another one you're going to want to plan ahead for is booking those Moana rooms. I now want to talk about something that I love as well, and that's babies. I seem to have clients that have found themselves newly expecting and some friends that are going down there newly expecting, and I want to talk a little bit about that. There is still so much that you can do even if you're pregnant. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'll just be out. There's nothing I can do. First, I want to say always, always, always you want to consult with your physician and talk with them and get their best counsel on what they think is safe and not safe for you and your baby. But Disney also has warnings out for different rides that are not suitable for expectant mothers. So I want to kind of go over a few of those things. If you find yourself, if you're planning on going and you're pregnant, I'm just going to run down a quick list of these so you can kind of see there are some things you're not going to be able to do for obvious reasons, but there are so many things that you can do. Obviously, anything that's a roller coaster, that's going to be a no. So in Magic Kingdom, here's the things that they recommend expectant mothers not to partake in. The Barnstormer, which is a kid's roller coaster. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Space Mountain. All roller coasters. Splash Mountain. And Tomorrowland Speedway. I have to guess those two are kind of because they are a little jerky. Splash Mountain, the big drop, any kind of jarring motion, they want to keep you safe and not have that be an issue. Hollywood Studios, you can pretty much count out anything that is Star Wars. Uh, Smuggler's Run, Rise of the Resistance, Star Tours, those are a no. Tower of Terror, we all know why that would not be a good idea. Rock and Roller Coaster, again, coaster, flipping up upside down. And even Slinky Dog Dash, it's a roller coaster. Again, some dropping, some jarring. We want to avoid that. Animal Kingdom, one really surprised me, but then as I got to talking about it more, I kind of see why. But Animal Kingdom, you're going to want to avoid, sadly, the Flights of Passage, Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, all of those are have lots of movement to those. Collie River Rapids, which is a water ride, kind of like Grizzly River Rapids at Opryland. But Kilimanjaro Safaris, to me, in my mind, when I first thought about it, I was like, well, you're literally just like riding, looking at animals. But some of the terrain does get a little bumpy out there. So Disney is always going to err on the side of caution with anything like that. That is not advised either. And surprisingly, at Epcot, there's only two things on the not ride list there. So there's plenty of things to go and do at Epcot. Mission Space, which why would you do that pregnant or not pregnant? That ride gives me anxiety like you wouldn't believe. And Test Track. Again, jarring. You're traveling pretty fast. You stop fast. So they want to avoid any kind of herky-jerky motion. So those are uh, a list of the most recent safety advisory things for rides at Disney World. But like I said, you always want to check with your physician and get their best counsel because we want to keep mama and baby healthy and safe. My last thing I want to talk about is 
my trip that I'm getting ready to go on and something that I have bought that I'm very excited about and I want to share. I feel like it's a great find. I have a very unique experience, well, several unique experiences coming up, Lord willing. I have been asked by a client that I booked their trip for. They, um, in the past, have done a VIP tour, not through Disney, but it was an independent company that no longer offers the tours. And they really enjoyed that. The last time they went, they liked not having to think about where they needed to go or what they needed to do and pretty much just let somebody lead them through the parks. And as we got to discussing things, they asked if I would come down and perform that service for them on their trip. And so on the 21st of March, I will be flying down to meet with this family and I'm going to be taking them through the theme parks for four days. So basically, I will take them through and tour them like I would tour myself or anybody that I was with and just be their tour guide. So I, I'm very excited. You know, I see the Disney plaid, the VIP tour guides, and I've always thought that would be the coolest thing to do. And so now I'm getting opportunity to kind of be my own Disney plaid. So I'm very excited to do that. So like I said, four days of doing that. And then my agents are going to be coming down to, well, one of my agents is actually coming early and she's coming to do the VIP tour as well. The other agents coming down a little later and then we're going to have some training there in the parks. We try to go at least once a year all together. We like to go twice a year if possible. So this is going to be our training, but I'm so excited because I have long said for my 50th birthday, I want to be in Disney. I want to be in Disney. That's what I want to do for my 50th. Well, COVID hit right when my birthday was last year. And so you can imagine the stellar birthday celebration that was. It was, <laughs> it was kind of a, it was a lot going on. But anyway, so this all coincided with not only my birthday, but my other agent, we both have the same birthday. How funny is that? So we're both going to be celebrating our birthdays at Disney. I will go ahead and say, yes, I'm older than she is. So she will not be celebrating 50 this year, but I will be. And then we are going to be doing our training. All that to say, I'm going to be in Disney the longest period of time I have ever been. I'm going to be there 10 days and I can hardly contain myself. I've already got my suitcase out and I'm watching the weather to kind of see how I'm going to need to pack for that. But one thing I have done for this trip, because I know there is so much that I'm going to want to share with you all while I'm there on social media, but I have a phone that has the battery lifespan of an ant. It's, I know that in, I probably need to get a new phone, but if I'm just being honest, I don't want to do it. I don't want to have to go through the rigmarole and everything changed over. I just am not willing to do that right now. So I've carried portable chargers with me before, but they would run out. Like, and so I not get to do the things, the videos and do the lives and take the pictures because I always knew my phone was going to die bef- before the end of the day even with the portable charger. So for this trip, and I've long known that they have these things at Disney, but I've never used them before. On the Disney property, they have several locations that carry fuel rods. So fuel rods are like a portable charger. That's the name brand of them. You can buy them at the Orlando airport. You can buy them at Disney. And the way it works is, let's say I have my fuel rod and I run through all the power. Like I'm sharing all the things and showing you all the things and my everything dies. All you have to do is go to the locations that have these charges 
charging stations, you trade in your fuel rod and you get another one that's completely charged and ready to go. And it's free. Like it doesn't cost anything. You literally trade it out and you have another one ready to go. So I'd already been thinking about it anyway. As luck would have it, I saw on Amazon, they had fuel rods on there, but they had two fuel rods for the price of one. So for less than $30, I was able to get two fuel rods. So I have ordered those and I have those in my arsenal ready to go. So hopefully I'm going to be able to share lots and lots of content and things with you while I'm there. I always try to share some, but like I said, this phone doesn't allow me to do like I want to. So by having the fuel rods and being able to have two to start with and can change them out, I think I'm going to be able to share a lot with you all. And I'm going to have some downtime while my family I'm touring is going on rides where I can share different things where normally I'm going on a ride, stopping, going on a ride. I'll be doing more of the rides toward the end of the trips, but the first part of the trip, I hope to kind of uh, share a lot of lives and things while I'm waiting for my family to get finished with their trips or while they're eating their meals or whatever they're doing. I feel like I'll have downtime to really focus on content. So I'm very, very excited about that and excited to bring you all along. Obviously, during that portion of my trip, there might be one or two episodes of the podcast. I'm going to try to get them pre-recorded, but if I don't, just know that I'm gathering lots of things to share with you when I get back and I'll have things on social media. You can find my Facebook page, Mary Davidson Jolly Holiday Travel Company, Or you can find me on Instagram, it's Mary underscore Becker underscore Davidson, and I'll have lots of content there as well. So I know that was a lot. We talked about flowers, we talked about gardens, Polynesian rooms, pregnancy, Disneyland, water parks, and fuel rods. That's a lot in one episode. So I hope you got some useful information from today. I'm absolutely so excited to be heading back to the most magical place on earth. Like I said, I was just there in December. It already seems like it's been a million years. So I'm ready to get back, ready to get to even more sunshine, hopefully, and warmer weather. Thanks again so much for joining me this week, and I look forward to talking with you again very soon. Thanks for joining me. I'm so grateful for our community. Until next time, whether traveling the world, the neighborhood, or just through life, remember, travel jolly. 